Hello, salutations, greetings, and welcome to Seattle by Night, a Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jason Carl from White Wolf. I will be your storyteller and their storyteller too. I know. What could go wrong? Um, starting on my left, let's meet our coterie of nocturnal marauders. Uh, hello. Uh, I am uh, Jerry Holkins, and I am playing Jameson Keen, uh, who is a, an unpleasant, gross-looking Nosferatu, but he is under the impression that he looks great. Yeah. It's very important. Uh, it is very important that he thinks he looks great. Um, hi, I'm Dora. I am playing um, Amanda. Uh, she is a uh, young, I would say, early 20s. Uh, she still looks completely human uh, person. She's sort of wearing her college sweater, and she's, uh, for all intents and purposes, does not look like a vampire, but has, I would suppose, have the teeth, so when she smiled, you'd see. Um, yeah, I'd say that's about it. She's so wholesome. <laughs> She's so wholesome. It's She's almost, a very wholesome person. It almost breaks my heart. Yeah. <laughs> we were here. Yeah. But not quite. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the Etsy store links. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the fantasy. It is. She'll send it to you. Is it my turn? Sure. Hello, I am Jasmine, that bronze girl Bular. Have it down to a science. Um, and I'm playing Betty, the La Sombra of the Coterie. Um, Betty is a, she was embraced in the 1920s. So she's been a kindred for a very long time. And she's something of a modern woman. Like, you know, back in the day, she was probably a flapper. Now they don't really have those. So she's the kindred version of a flapper, I like to think, you yeah. know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's, she's kind of like very mothering, though. She loves this, this group of people a lot. So wow. it'll be interesting to see where this goes for her. Sweet soul. Yeah, I'm Microhulik. I'm playing. Tom Hollandaise. I am a tattoo artist, a brand new tattoo artist. Uh, I'm sorry, brand new vampire. Longtime tattoo artist. And I'm not very good at being a vampire yet. But the tattoos are good. But the tattoos are great. Except he just discovered that uh, vampire skin does not keep a tattoo. And so he's really pissed. Oh, this is rough stuff. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty unha unfortunate to find out the one thing you're the most passionate about yeah. you can't do with the people you have to hang out with. Well, nobody told me that before I made my character. Mm. Like, I, I literally just found, I found that out. Who's responsible for this? Uh, I'm going to point into the middle distance <laughs> and just uh, apportion, this a guy. apportion all blame in that direction. I, I'm certain that uh, he'll adjust just swimmingly. Yeah. Betty's never yeah. going to get a sweet sleeve. No, she's not. <laughs> So excited. Dang it. The ripe old age of 90. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's like a neck piece. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Spider web. She's a spider web. She's <laughs> a, yeah, she would do it. She's yep. the type. <laughs> now, your characters have met once before mm -hmm. at, a, mm, at an incident or perhaps a scenario that uh, you may refer to as you wish. Yeah. Um, that incident occurred about a month ago okay. in our game terms. And you haven't seen each other since then. You have been uh, making your way in the, in world today. the night today, also in the world, uh, as best you can. And um, this is the first time that you will be reunited since that incident. So the first thing we're going to do is a little housekeeping. Mm -hmm. For the sake of our narration, we will assume that everyone has had a fine meal 
and started or went to sleep when the sun rose this morning with a full stomach. But when you wake up, of course, the first thing that happens after you open your eyes and the sun goes down is the beast stretches and stirs inside you. So I'd like you all to please take hunger die and make a rouse check. So just one die? Just one die. And this is to see if you get hungrier when you wake up. So success. Success. You don't get hungrier. You oh. are full of blood. Okay. Nice. Mm -hmm. And you will stay full to the very, maybe to the eyeballs. Wow. You'll stay okay. full until you fail a rouse check. Okay. Oh, oh shit! But not, I'm not feeling bedding. a little peckish. Now. Yeah. <laughs> so you start the night at hunger one. Yeah, you could eat. You could eat, right? If there was something offered, it's a brunch town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. All right. Let's try this. You did get all your bad it rolls. It feels out. good. It feels good. I rolled the hell out of these. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if you roll better in this game? God, I'd love it. Nice. Also, success. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. Full. Couldn't eat a bite. Oh yeah. So only Betty begins with a little, little peckishness, oh, a little peckish. hunger, just, the, just the faintest pricking of appetite. Like I'm not hungry, but I could you eat. You could eat. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe a mimosa and a croissant. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. Not, you know, too much, but just a little bit. It's probably tempting to top off, but as we know, the only way to remove that last hunger die is to kill the victim. Right. So that's of course at your discretion, but. I assume you have the lift app. I mean, yeah, no, right. no. Meals on wheels. Meals on wheels. Fine. So you can you can drink blood and get almost all the way to mm -hmm. full, but to get like I'm stuffed, you got to kill him. You unfortunately have to kill okay. the the victim, the vessel, which is which is truly unfortunate, right? So the chances of you getting down to no hunger at all rely on your personal morality mm. and your willingness to to commit that. That deed, that act. Some vampires. <laughs> oh wow! Too soon. It's like, too yeah. soon. So already, people maybe may have an inkling of what might have occurred during the Montreal job. Yeah. The incident. The incident in Montreal. <laughs> Operation Poutine, <laughs> as we like to call it. Yes, uh, that time's coming. Feeling of age that story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a feeling that may come up. Yeah. Our story is called Seattle by Night, mm -hmm. but we're not beginning tonight in Seattle. We are beginning 32 miles to the south in the metropolis of Tacoma, Washington. Lovely. Amanda, I see that smirk. <laughs> now a little bit about Tacoma. Ever since there has been a Seattle and a Tacoma, the two cities have been rivals. And for a very brief moment of time, at the end of the 19th century, it looked like Tacoma was going to win the rivalry with Seattle because a very important railroad chose to end in Tacoma instead of Seattle. And it chose to do that because of Commencement Bay. Seattle simply had a better waterfront, deeper water, better shelter. And in a fit of optimism, Tacoma named itself the City of Destiny a nickname that it keeps to this day. Tacoma and its founding uh, citizens were convinced that this was the beginning of uh, boundless fortune for the city of destiny. And they rode off Seattle. Nothing was going to come of that little burg to the north. Well, we all know what happened, right? 
Seattle now enjoys preeminence in the state of Washington in the Pacific Northwest and Tacoma, you might say charitably, is in a lesser position. But they in have so many a ways. dome. They have a they very got a nice dome. dome. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. They have actually a lot of uh, a lot of cool things. They've got still got one of the busiest shipping ports in the world, arguably better than Seattle's. They've got major sports franchises. They've got a thriving arts community. They've got a shopping mall, and <laughs> I'm running out of stuff. Lots of traffic. A lot of traffic. Cool they have that front. one really nice little restaurant at the top of the hill. Oh, the Cliff House. Yeah. Yeah, right up on the bluffs overlooking the tide oh, flats. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> Paper mills. Paper mills. Yeah, the Tacoma Aroma. Tacoma Aroma. <laughs> it's been said that Tacoma is where you put your industry if you don't want to put it anywhere else. Right? <laughs> now, what we is are that going mean? to have some more Tacoma 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 Tacoma. Tacoma. Wow. Tacomans. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Yeah, Tacomans? Is that what they are? I don't know. Let's say yes. Tacomans. I'd say it's Tacomans. Maybe Tacomans. This is not exactly where you thought you'd find yourself, perhaps. You had ambitions to move into more grandiose circles, Seattle proper, and that may come in time. Well, Seattle has some some big league connotations for Kindred. It, it really does. Right? It is uh, it is a city of of uh, considerable prosperity for the undead. Well, and famous vampires like Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. Charles Schultz, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, Maybe Paul Allen. Who knows what really happened there? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The ability to enter Seattle as an undead is strictly governed by its prince, Prince Cross. And Prince Cross has become concerned about the number of vampires seeking to enter his city in the uh, wake of its burgeoning fortunes. Is Cross his first name? Um, yes, and his last name. If you, if you perhaps get a chance to meet him, you might be able to ask him, but he's referred to simply as Prince Cross. Okay. And he represents the Camarilla faction of the undead in Seattle. Your desire to participate in Seattle's good fortunes as Kindred has led you to your current situation this evening. Hot on the heels of the Montreal uh, incident, you have been, well, summoned is the polite word, but your presence has been requested by the Camarilla, and you are invited to meet a representative of that faction at a safe house in the neighborhood of Fife, which is a sleepy little suburb just east of Tacoma proper. A lot of strip malls, a lot of inexpensive motels, a lot of truck stops, diners, a lot of grease. Thanks, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) Not to Betty's taste, would you say? No, not to Betty's taste. What would Betty prefer? Betty lives in Bellevue. (laughs) (laughs) I see. So um, a somewhat higher uh, caffeination uh, quotient in her her vitae, perhaps? Mm -hmm, Yeah. In her blood? Yeah. We don't have, we have like Neiman Marcus. We don't have strip mall. I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is maybe um, maybe not really where you want to hang out. 
No. Mm, it's pretty disappointing. I like Tacoma, for you. though. Like, Tacoma's like a city of industry, city yes. of opportunity. Of opportunity. Yeah. Destiny. Yeah. yeah, you work yeah. there and then you leave and live somewhere else. Something that's right. Like you Seattle, know? if you're lucky. Maybe. Maybe. One Who day. Knows? But Bellevue. Okay. God, that's so perfect. Bellevue Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Bellevue Betty. Very perfect. perfect. Okay, that's it. Bellevue Betty. I'm, I'm going to make a note Betty? about that. Maybe one day Seattle Betty. Like a queen, maybe Queen Anne Betty. Oh, hey. Oh, no. Whoa. Let's not wow. get carried away here. Ballard Betty. Ballard Betty. Ballard Betty. All right. Ballard Betty. It's cute. Let's do it. Realistic expectations are the key to happiness, right? That's right. Yeah. Achievable goals. Achievable goals. Like consciousness and, you know, not getting hungry or inopportune right. moments. Because that would never happen. No. I think Tom feels pretty comfortable here. These are, think, this is his type of place. This is really more his, his speed. Yeah. This is a place where people work for a, a living and it's honest work. And the, um, maybe the atmosphere is a little bit more down to earth yeah. uh, than it might be in a, in a busier metropolis that is you know, fueled by tech wealth. A little bullshit. <laughs> you know, you might well say that. Yeah. yeah. I think heirs are not Tom's department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The putting on of... Like Nike Air? No. Well, he, he wears sandals. Yeah. Crocs. <laughs> yeah. Adult, adult, adult Crocs. Adult Crocs. He does. Adult with sandals. Crocs. Or with oh, socks. No, dude, the Crocs and sandals is a completely new look. Yeah. That's like, go for it. Croc in the sandals. Yeah, exactly. You're talking. Uh, when I say that one of the great things about being an adult is that you get to decide what that means, and I suppose the same <laughs> is true when you're an artist. It's true. You know, you true. get to decide your presentation to the world. That's right. And I think if Tom likes Crocs, I think that's Tom's business. Right. I never thought I'd see a kindred in Crocs, but I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> well, they're customizable. They're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Are they, Do you are wear they them black? in black? They are black. They are okay. black. So they are totally on brand. All black. That yeah. is very on brand. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. How are you all attired for your second meeting with the Camarilla? What what uh, what is Amanda wearing? You mentioned you had a college sweater on. Yeah, she has her uh, college sweater on. It's purple and gold, um, and then she's wearing um, she's wearing like she's going out to. Party. Like so, she's wearing her skirt and like some nice heels. Okay, so she uh, looks she's like just kind of like she just shows up looking good, pretty much always put we'll together. Put together, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, she uh, in this neighborhood, she feels unnecessarily unsafe because she's a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> but she's in this neighborhood at night. She's not normally. She's got her mace. She's bear mace. Yeah, she's like she's got her mace and shit. Uh, she shows up yeah, key feels, between her fingers. Yeah, exactly. Ready to ready to slash. She's like, yeah. She shows up and she's just like kind of sitting there under clutching light, her like, designer bag. Yeah, to clutching her, her bag and just yeah. being like, oh, yeah. But she feels like she also feels like it's like exotic in a way where she's not normally there, and she kind oh, of feels yeah. like. You know, she's being adventurous. So there's something about it that's like... Oh, exactly. Ooh, the, thrill, the, thrill of, the thrill of the unknown and yeah. illicit, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. What a rebel. Yeah, she's not in Kirkland. Wow. So yeah. If, if, your, in Kirkland if your father could see you now. I know. He would He would be truly mad at me. So. He'd be surprised. It's not, the right, it's not the right name for that. <laughs> what about Jameson? You, Jameson has... Um, Jameson is immaculately presented, of course. Mm. Um, black suit and tie... Um, rich royal purple dress shirt beneath pocket square to match um, he's ready as soon as this is over I mean this is just the first thing he's doing tonight hmm. he's it's, just getting this out of the way is right? his suit um, of the modern night or you know is it retro uh, it, retro is this this type of men's fashion is always ready to be brought to bear mm. 
this the look that he has cut out i mean it's like there's different yeah it it is a photograph come to life essentially Except for the shriveled face. Well, except for the <laughs> This is the problem with the face. Except for the testicle face. There's a face. It's more of a scrotum face than okay. that. Yeah. Um, the issue is that it's is that it's wrinkled and dry mm-hmm. wherever it's not puffy. Somehow he has found a way to combine these two unique textures. Nice. Um, in one face. <laughs> and also the jaw, it's not 100%. Yeah. Mm. It's a little loose. It's, a little it's not a hundred percent like where it should be. But it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But it's not great. It's not a real job. Uh, it doesn't really work. If if his true visage were to be seen by the ordinary person on the street, they might think he had some kind of strange medical condition. Oh, there's no or question. Something is wrong with him. They might not necessarily think vampire, but he definitely looks repulsive and not normal. Yeah, I mean the the skin tone is not incompatible, uh, you know, with the the sort of engineer uh, mm-hmm. you might find on a campus. Okay. Um, the tone is one part of it, but in terms of the modeled texture, the occasional flake and peel mm. in the crevice, mm-hmm. uh, that that's not a hundred percent. The truth is is that generally speaking, I try to maintain with my mask of a thousand faces, a slightly better version of the vampire face. Still vampiric. Sure. Still obviously in the right context. But not uh, as bad as it could be? I do. I tune it up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, 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 I go up market. A little blush in the so, cheek. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Instead nice. of knowing that you're a vampire from like five feet away, you, you, like maybe you would know that you're a vampire. You would be fooled into thinking you're not a vampire from like 20 feet away. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Like, I'm just trying to expand the available range. Right. That makes sense. Nice. Bellevue Betty. Bellevue Betty. Well, Betty, this is like summoned by the Camarilla. That's right. So she's, she's, she's put on her, her old school, like what she feels most comfortable in. So she feels like she's got the home field advantage. Mm-hmm. So we're talking gelled down, like finger wave Hair, nice. leather gloves, oh, tweed jacket, so high waisted pants. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, leather like I said leather gloves, yeah. But like, you know, with her with her umbrella, even though it doesn't look like it's gonna rain, with the amber pommel oh. that you guys know what it We're means. We're familiar. Yeah. That is mm-hmm. super stylish. stylish. Mm-hmm. Jewelry? Yes. All the family. All the thoroughly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like it's like actual jewelry, like not like yeah, yeah you're like the stuff that you think is costume jewelry, but like but a ring on every finger over the gloves. Oh, she's yeah. not going to take them off. Oh, you're yeah. like it's no, there's no way it's real, but mm-hmm. it's like real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's big jewels at the at the ears and at the neck. Right. This is a statement. Yes, yes. She came to intimidate. That statement is, I am. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, bright red awesome. lipstick. She came. That's like war paint. I came to sure. intimidate. You know, yeah, like exactly. that scene from *Inglorious Bastards*, where <laughs> yeah. she got ready this morning. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, it's time. She's ready. Well, uh, walking up next to her is a is a large man. Looks like he probably played like linebacker, maybe in college, but he's let it go. Mm. Um, wearing like a black Raiders jersey, black pants that stop like mid calf. And then black Crocs. <laughs> Cry. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's an, and he's holding it's an nachos. For sure. yeah. He's got nachos. Yeah, he's just eyeing him right now. Maybe maybe obtained at the at the greasy diner yes. next door to the safe house. Yeah. 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 Or the truck. He's just kind of fucking around with him. He's just pushing the cheese around. 
I would say that when Amanda sees everyone, that she just like runs up to everyone and like she's like, "Oh my god, it's so good to see you again!" And she like hugs everyone without their permission. And oh, but it's perfectly fine. Like, <laughs> what, like what we determined hi. during the Montreal job is that I missed you guys. Well, for sure, is this of course, absolutely, <laughs> same uh, as they say, as yes. I understand the younger common. We do say that. Saying. We do say um, that. I, Betty and Jameson sort of have like. It's like we have like the vampire family context, and we're sort of like the parents <laughs> a bit. of the younger oh. vampires. Oh dear! In some way, well, like, but, but there's there's things that they don't know, and it's not their fault. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, upon seeing Tom, Betty would probably be like, "Are these pants or are they shorts? What are they called?" They're both. <laughs> yeah. Are these what the kids are doing? Yeah. These well, because in. You know, this Pacific Northwest, sometimes it's hot, it's a little cold, you don't know, do I wear shorts, do I wear pants? They're great. Yeah. Aren't Ports. they great? That's what shants. I call them. <laughs> They're great. Shants. Mm-hmm. I think shant Ports. is. Yeah. The sh- shant. The shant. Yeah. They're nice. I like them. Thank you. Nacho? No. <laughs> she looks... No, nachos that and, look. No, and no nachos. The cheese, the... the, the you just see like a... It's just revolting. Smells so good. We, for to you and maybe, yeah, maybe to Amanda, yeah. it yeah. does so, smell still. If you maybe vomit, a enticing, all to over you especially. Yeah, our Camarilla yeah. meeting, it yeah. might not go as well. It's like I, I think that these nachos retain them. Keep your powder dry, as it were. Two dollar nachos. Can you believe that? I. That's what I a, can. What a savings. <laughs> Actually, what a savings. Um, though it may congeal somewhat, I've heard this only increases the flavor. Um, Maybe the nachos are for after the meeting. Like a reward? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. We'll even get mm-hmm. you some jalapenos to put Ooh. on top. Make yeah. it a... Tom just sets them on a garbage can. <laughs> Delish. Like on the top, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's like it's with a round top garbage can, so it's like dangerously <laughs> teetering. <laughs> That'll be fine. And James is like... Uh, uh, uh. Okay, I have, yeah, to, I have to make yeah. my peace with this garbage nacho. Trash nachos. Yeah, that's right. Leave those there. Leave those right there. (laughs) There is a trash can conveniently located where you're headed, which is the fir tree, a nondescript, shabby, rundown motel next to that greasy spoon where you obtained your $2 nachos. And I have to admit, that is a bargain, actually. It's a good deal. The fir tree? Is that some sort of euphemism? The fir tree. What does that mean? Well, it means that Oh, this F-I-R. Is a, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. <laughs> Neither Mink nor Herman nor Fox nor Sable. No, no, no. no but I like it. We all had a chance to watch that whole thing happen yeah. in your mind. Your and we all had a great time. I had a great time. And we got I, there I with that you. Yeah. you. Yeah. At no. the end. I don't know why my brain went immediately to like... We all went for the ride. And we thanked you. I was just like, Dollar Tree, Fur Tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, Motel. And I'm like, what? What? How do you do that? Yeah. How do you even do that? <laughs> but that would be cool if you could, actually, right? Now, if we looked up the Fur Tree when we were done on our phones, it would be a real place, wouldn't it? It would, okay. in fact. Yeah. Um... Or it might be um, it might be representative there we go. of many such inst- institutions that okay. have been around for a while. Um, you know which of the shabby little doors you're supposed to go knock on. Oh God! And I know exactly what it is. They're the ones that are not fully wood. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're sort they're, of like sort of like chipboard. Yeah, they mm-hmm. constitute precisely zero protection for the occupant. Mm-hmm. Exactly. This it's is like a beaded uh, curtain. 
despite the fact that the neon sign flashing over the lobby says vacancy, you don't think anybody else is in any of these units. They appear to be all dark and there are no other cars parked here. Jameson, dear, should we yes. maybe do like a bit of a huddle and maybe think of a some strategy or rules of engagement? Touch base, as it were. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. I haven't seen you in a month. I think that yeah. that is appropriate given the circumstances. Agreed. So, so, oh, you probably don't even know what the Camarilla are. No, it's a it's a chocolate bar. You, you pull it apart, it's stretchy in the middle. I love it. I think it. I've had one of those. Yes. Oh, it's definitely not that. No. Oh, it, it, oh. I, it, I would not have come then. Yeah. I was under. Right. I got some bad intel. Oh. Well, Betty, if I may. Yes. It is the precise opposite of a candy bar. I would say, hmm. uh, okay. upon every axis, hmm. mm -hmm. it wars against the idea. Okay. Well, I'm starting from zero then here, so... Chimera, opposite of a candy. <laughs> yeah. No, this is, this is harder than I thought she it was going to be. Yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, have, you got, have you got a little leather-bound journal, maybe yeah. like a Kate Spade like, yeah. leather well, with a got my, like, uh, it's Turquoise. Got, yeah, it's got my college emblem on it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, and you're just making some notes <laughs> in there. Opposite of a candy. Not a candy you bar. break this down? Give them the, yeah. the basics. Let's break it down into things that, you know, humans would understand. I've, it's been so long. Um, so let's say it's like the government, but mm -hmm. it's the government of vampires, and yes. a lot of people don't like them. Well put. But this is the government that if you don't do what they say, they'll probably chop off your head or set you on fire or um, dismember someone you love or uh, attach concrete to your legs and throw you in the bay. That's a good one. It's so the same as a normal government, huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, oh. there's, there is some overlap in this diagram. Well, I kind of hope that becoming a vampire would get me away from <laughs> governments. Oh. Uh, Dear child. Yes, yeah, so the job that we did in Montreal mm -hmm. was for this group of people. And, well, I think we did a great job. We did so good. They oh. probably don't agree. To be sure. Oh. I, I, I feel as though we all comported ourselves with professionalism. Uh, local style. Hold on, are we, getting, are we going to a meeting where we're going to be in trouble? Yes. Well, we could just explain ourselves, right? They'll understand, right? I mean, we, we had good, in, I mean, we did a good job. You know what, James, maybe you should do the talking. This is like, we're going to see the principal, maybe let mom and dad talk to the principal, and you can ask right. questions, but probably don't, don't make any promises. Should because I look you like don't I feel bad? Them any yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, grovel. It, no, imagine. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I can look like I feel bad. Thomas, imagine that you are a chastised hound. Okay. A downcast. Slightly hungry. I can look what a little sad. What, what can I be? In need of a brushing. Okay. Okay. You've been called into the dean's office. Yes. Mm. That's Imagine. happened to me. Go Can back. That. Where's okay. that? Go back to that place. Okay, okay. Okay. I took theater, so I think I can do this. Okay. You want to, you want to try to be, uh, appear chagrined? Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's see some um, charisma and performance. So, oh, like uh, a dice pool, you don't have you're gonna hunger. You're going to beat the hell out of this. Oh, uh, my God. So You've got a lot of dice to roll here. I do. Performance, which well, is... Well, and she specializes in acting. 
for both. Oh, wow. You'll get a bonus die for this. I took some. I was a theater kid. Not Dora, but... How many onks do we have? No way. I failed quite a bit. Mm. But wait, what's this? How many successes? Maybe I shouldn't have done this. What's a cease? A cease? So one uh, success? uh, We'll count that as not one of the regular dice. Do you want me to re-roll it? No, we'll count it as a success. Okay. Yeah, so one success. Yeah, there's that treacherous numbered die. Oh, get that out of here. (laughs) We don't want you here. We want onks. So not so awesome. No. Maybe she's a little... Nervous, you know. It's been a while since you trod the boards. Yeah, you know what? She's too confident. It makes sense. (laughs) But it's like, but we should figure out like what wrong thing you're communicating. You've got it way dialed in. It's like it's supposed to be chagrined, but you look like you look like a little um, hungry or something. Oh yeah, like I'm. I'm like. Foaming at the mouth. Yeah, exactly. Like a, little a, a little peaked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like um, awkwardly smiling and just I uh, just doing a terrible job. Yes, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> yes, we'll. I think that we'll do. Tom that. just frowns. Just the lines. This is good. Oh, I'm sold. Heartbreaking. The lip. Really shaking. A, a present lip. I think is going to sell this, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Shall we? When yes. you're ready, knock on the door of number six. Not six, six, six. Uh, I say uh, the member of the beast. <laughs> I knock. You hear the sound of the locks <laughs> being unlocked on the other side of the flimsy chipboard door, which would, you know, maybe stop uh, a cricket if it really, really didn't want to get in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the door opens. The interior is dimly lit, and it's like every other shabby motel room you have ever seen. This place was probably built sometime in the 1950s, and you're not sure that anybody has vacuumed the carpet or changed the bed linens since it was constructed. The yellow glow of the lamp reveals a muddy brown interior that is um, extraordinarily unattractive. There is an individual here to greet you, however, of course, who opened the door. And this individual doesn't look like he belongs in this hotel room at all. It's a very tall, slender person wearing an absolutely immaculate white suit with a white tie and even white shoes. He's spotless. I appreciate it, like, involuntarily. Mm. At some fundamental physical level, the assessment is made and it is not found wanting. I've got to get you one of those. He does look resplendent. It kind of stands out in the dim lighting, yeah. of course. He has thick, wavy hair slicked back from his forehead. He looks like he could be a, a film star from the 50s, maybe. He's, he's, that, uh, mm. he's that attractive. He stands aside to let you in. Good I evening. bow to him. I go, sir. <laughs> <Very excited. laughs> and I like walk in. <laughs> you must be Amanda. Yeah. Thought so. Mm. I thought so. Uh, Mr. Keene. We've never met, but I'm a fan of your work. Uh, I, ex- I extend my hand. You can see him think about it for a moment, and then he decides to grasp, to grasp yours and, and shake. I say, I say, excellent. Just excellent. That's very kind. Thank you. Thank you very much. Miss. Mm. Ah, Tom. Welcome. Yeah, could I get a uh, Sprite? 
Um, perhaps if, when we're done. Oh. He shuts the door behind you. I'm Mr. Drew, and I represent the Ivory Tower, the Camarilla. Took it quite literally, I say. Yeah. It's a look. It's a look. And it's working. I don't know you how it keeps admit, it clean. Well, you have to admit magic. <laughs> it's a statement, right? If you were to, to feed Mesley while wearing an all-white suit, it, uh, it's a power move. It is a power move. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, uh, he may be signaling something. <laughs> it's maybe a statement of some kind as much as Betty's attire is mm -hmm. a statement. Yeah, and also it's the intimidation. Part. But also, I mm. note I note the quick Passover and slight of Betty, and it is in, it is instantaneously filed away. Like I know that because Betty is much older than I am. I wonder if there isn't something that goes back a bit. It's too quick. Like it's too quick, right? You did see it. Yeah, there was a, there was a, a dismissiveness, perhaps even mm -hmm. uh, perhaps even a little hint, a soupçon of contempt. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. It's 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 getting it's getting tucked away, and it's like mentally, I leave room in this folder for growth. <laughs> <laughs> it's good of you all to all join us this evening. Well, mm -hmm. imagine the alternative. Indeed, <laughs> I thought it kinder not to mention that, <laughs> but since you bring it up. Yes. Well, I would invite you to make yourselves comfortable, but as you can see, creature comforts are few and far between here. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can smell the mildew in real life. It's nasty. This, are, this are there like beds in it? Just like two twins or something? Two twins with twin the fucking magic fingers. Yeah. You know what type <laughs> they, of place there is. A, there is one of those coin-operated massage mm -hmm. machines. Jim's looking for, or Tom's looking for a quarter. Uh, no, no. Well, okay, yes. I, I realize now at a certain point, it's sort of like, it's like, you're, if you're in a restaurant, you might give a child mm. an iPhone, even though this is not... Do you, I don't have one, so I'm like, do you... Do you have I probably have <coughs> cash. Do I, don't really, have I don't really use cards. I start shuffling through my coach bag. I'm like, I think I have... You probably got change. Yeah, I yeah exactly. Well, so I take a quarter, and then I pocket the quarter from you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but, but it's basically like, I'm like, this is going to occupy him. I'm going to let this happen. Mm -hmm. You know it's not a good idea, but... But there yeah, are worse ideas. Yeah. Exactly. I drop it in. Turn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bed shakes and vibrates as though it's going to come loose from the wall. Yeah. But I it's awesome. I look incredibly uncomfortable with the sound. <laughs> yeah. Sit on this bed, guys. I've only seen these in Sit on this bed, guys. This is crazy. Mr. Drew looks like he simply cannot believe what he is seeing. Yeah, but yeah. You have to understand. It's he just, lets it pass. Yeah, it's like the horse outside of the... <laughs> Grocery store. It's 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 a worthwhile investment. Not for me to say. Well, Mr. Keene. Well, not for that, me to say. That could be. That could be. I'm Enjoy yourself. Merely a representative. It's so freaking cool. The whole bed is shaking like it's going to come apart from the <laughs> wall. He's laying on his back on the bed. He's not sitting. Yeah. No, it's like Highlander yeah. levels of energy. Yeah, coursing and bouncing your body. up off of it. You could probably generate enough, you know, motion from this thing to power up, you know, yeah. small device. Every time he says something, I flinch <laughs> involuntarily. Like, this is great. You just see, like a like a flinch. It's just like trying to keep her dignity <laughs> with this ivory tower I man. Say, is, I say, Mr. Drew, is this, a, is this one of these scenarios one is often warned about about following a stranger to a second location? I mean, I assume that this is not the our final place. Uh, in fact, it is. The Camarilla has gone to some considerable trouble to secure this particular location. It 
looks like exactly what it is, but precautions have been taken. We can speak freely here. We are quite safe. Quite safe. So my instructions are to assure myself of your identities. That goes in the file. That goes in the expanding <laughs> file. And then to let you speak to the individual who wishes to address you. One moment. He steps behind one of the twin beds, not the one that you're vibrating on. Yeah, yeah. And he pulls out a large leather suitcase. Again, very retro. This thing looks like it saw service in this, maybe in the, in the 20s. He's got the patina we like. Mm -hmm. All the brass fittings, mm -hmm. seen some use. He sets it on the non-vibrating bed, snaps it open, opens it up, and there is what looks like um, a large battery hooked up to an old solid-state rotary telephone. Wow. He flips I, I, lean, I, lean, I lean over and I say, it's a telephone. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. I think I've seen one. Hello? Like he flips a switch, the battery lights blink on, picks up the phone, dials zero. It's fascinating. You remember these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? You, oh, to be phones. sure. We need to get Amanda, one of those. You, you may have never seen one. Yeah, I'm just sort of too close at this point where I'm like watching it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what you do is you rotate the number you want, and then you pick it up and you put it. Oh, okay. okay. And when you're done talking, you just put you it back. Put it back? Yeah. There's yeah, no I, red button. Indeed, indeed. And, now, and I know what you're thinking. Does it take a long time to dial this way? Yes, it does. It does but yeah. you appreciate it more when mm -hmm. it's done. Right. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to learn from this phone. Yeah, you're right. Mm. Besides, I can actually use them, so I like them quite a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, mm. He seems to be waiting. Ah. We've established a secure connection. He takes the receiver and puts it in a slot on the side of the battery and pushes another button. You've never seen this device before. You're not sure what this uh, is. This is this is some spycraft type mm -hmm. yeah, nonsense. Definitely, you should be. You should have to operate this phone by plugging a, a cord into a wall. Absolutely. Yeah, but he doesn't. Seems to be self-contained in this leather case. There's a, a crackle of static that fills the air of the hotel room. <laughs> Maybe like a walkie-talkie being cleared a couple times, mm -hmm. and a voice, a little indistinct comes out of the phone apparatus. Is it on? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Mr. Drew says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ms. Fiorenza, we can hear you. <clears throat> Excellent. I assume I am addressing the Montreal Coterie. Mr. Keene, Miss Booker, Mr. Hollandaise, Miss Betty. Excellent. Your solution to the problem posed to you in Canada was, shall we say, novel. We specialize in uh, that sort of solution, absolutely. Mm. Tough problems, new ideas. 
Bold ideas. Innovation. Mm-hmm. That is one way to put it. Another might be nonsense. Now then, we have never met in person, nor are we likely to. All that you need know is that I represent the interests of the Camarilla in this matter. Congratulations. You are being given a second chance. After your performance in Montreal, I was able to prevail upon my associates to let you make another attempt. So you want us to take on another job? Yes. Uh, it is not so much that I want to, it is that you are going to. This happens. Now then, Mr. Drew has all the details for you. I encourage you to follow his instructions. He will also give you a phone number. Should you encounter difficulties that you believe will break the masquerade, Mr. Keene, Miss Betty, I shall look to you to instruct the younger kindred in this matter. Call the number. Use it only for this purpose. Am I clear? Yes. Excellent. If we complete this task for you, does this mean that we will be square with mm. your organization? That we respect? A blank slate, perhaps? Let us say that any deficiencies from the Montreal job, if I may use so vulgar a word, will be removed from your records and you will be once again eligible for participation in the greatest congress of kindred the world has ever known. With opportunity for advancement, perhaps? Hmm. What they say about your clan is true. I take that as a compliment. If you wish. I have known several of your mm, associates in Chicago most recently. Most intriguing. Well, you can't deny that we have our uses. Given the special status of your associates at this time, I should think you would be most eager to succeed. I am, but you have to excuse some of my level of upsetness with you. I think it was quite unfair to put us on a job with two kindred who, to be honest, were not prepared for such a situation. It was unfair to them, and it was unfair to me. Miss Booker, do you believe the previous test of your abilities was unfair? Uh, I, uh, is this on the phone? You can hear her voice <laughs> coming out of this machine that yeah. doesn't even look like any phone you've ever seen. You've seen. I mean, you've seen these phones in maybe films and TV. Right, right. right. Um, it's like speaking into a blinking toaster oven or something. Right. Uh, my eyes dart from person to person. I go... I wouldn't 
say unfair. I felt like it was difficult to make the right decision, and I think that we did make the right choice. Interesting. And what about you, Mr. Hollandez? Do you feel badly treated? Uh, I think I <laughs> kicked ass on that last job. Mr. Drew, there seems to be interference on the line. I was assured this was secure and clear. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Drew hastens to the machine, pulls the phone out of, the, uh, of, of its uh, space and puts it to his ear. Um, yes, yes, Ms. Fiorenza, I believe, I believe we are already all instructed. Um, he looks over at Tom as though he wishes Tom were someplace else, anywhere else. The bed's probably but about here. done at this point. They don't go super to slow much. down, yeah. maybe. Uh, I, will, I will give them the instructions and uh, yes, yes, I'll take care of it. No, no, I have no idea. <laughs> as you wish. No, would there be any way that I could try to hear that last part? Heightened senses, perhaps? I do. It might be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to a, check it. You want to give it a try? Yeah, so for heightened it's, senses. It's free. Yeah. So your dice pool is your wits. Right. And your resolve. Pretty good. You're concentrating. You're trying to hear over the dying vibrations of your, of your very amusing bed. Trying to catch that. Come on. Last voice. Oh, oh, oh. Two successes? <laughs> Two successes is, is just shy of what you need. Normally, this would be a difficulty three, but you have a couple of options if you really want to succeed. <laughs> feel strongly about it. You can. Uh, burn one of your willpower points temporarily, and you can re-roll any failed dice. You get willpower back, and well, superficial damage willpower like this, you get back the following night, but mm. you won't have that point to spend again later this evening in case you really need yeah. it. So it might not be worth it to you. The other thing you can do is since you, since you got some successes and you failed by one, um, I will let you succeed at a cost. You will succeed, but there will be a negative repercussion. Kill 30 people. And you can get this dice roll. So, uh, the negative. Just, oh, go ahead. Just so I understand, it's like a. Is it like a not necessarily a mechanical um, thing I have to pay, but it'd be like a, a story. It's something? a story. It's a story conceit. It's okay. a role playing. Uh, in fact, I'll even tell you what the negative, um, what the negative repercussion is. Uh, you'll succeed. You'll overhear it, but you'll overhear something you really will wish you had not. I want to overhear it. Oh, you want yeah. to overhear it? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Uh, the last thing that Fiorenza says before she hangs up on Mr. Drew is the following. Now then, we all know that the chances of success are slim and none. Regardless of what happens, I don't want to see Betty again. And then she hangs up. Damn. Do only I, do, do only only I hear that? Yeah, because you pick up on that. Only Tom oh, hears it. Are we allowed to use language on this? <laughs> I've been cussing already, so I hope so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hope to hell we are. I'm having, I'm otherwise having it's a great be, time. If we uh, aren't, it's going to be a long freaking two hours, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so far, only, only I know that. Yeah. Only and so, you know that. Yeah. And Tom is, is basically a no bullshit, no yeah. obfuscation of any kind mm-hmm. person. You're, you're a straight shooting kindred. Um, not to mention... You've got a conviction that you know, really doesn't tolerate abuse of power and authority really well. It's true. Yeah. So, so this smells probably smells bad to you from the get go. Okay. 
What you do with that information, of course, is up to you. Yeah. Mr. Drew uh, removes an envelope from his interior suit pocket, hands mm -hmm. it to Mr. Keene. Yeah, I, I snatch it mm -hmm. in an instant. Uh, he, you will find your destination marked clearly on the papers inside the envelope. You are to go to the port of Tacoma tonight. You are to locate a shipping vessel, an abandoned shipping vessel, the Comet. Somewhere aboard this vessel is a kindred who is in torpor. Now, Miss Booker... So are they in the Comet or are they in, are they in torpor? Hmm. I can see where you might be confused about that, so allow me to elucidate. Torpor is a state of, uh, well, it's almost like being in a coma for us. Oh. You are insensate. You are truly dead to the world, if I may use okay. the expression. Unconscious, and you cannot be awakened easily. Somewhere on, on the ship, there is a kindred who is in torpor. We have been looking for this kindred for some time. We have located and traced them to this comet. He has a question. I see that. What's um, your question? How does, how does somebody end up in torpor? Torp, torpor? Torpor? Torpedo. Like, how can anybody get it? Yes, even you. If you, uh, if you take sufficient damage, good sir, you could slip out of this conscious state that you're in now hmm. and fall into torpor. And it would be very difficult to awaken you. Okay. Or if you were staked through the heart. Ah. Can I like meet his guys as I say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. If one is staked, Miss Booker, mm. do you know what has happened if a wooden stake is shoved through the heart of a kindred? Imagine you die. Avoid it. Avoid it. Okay. Are you sure you're a Tremere? <sighs> Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, you would be paralyzed. You would oh. be immobile. You would be unable to move at all. You would still be conscious. You could see and hear everything around you. Imagine mm. the horror of being in that condition indefinitely. Like would this not be too in torpor. much? Yeah, he likes this too much. So that's not torpor. No, it is paralysis. But you could be in torpor and stay. After he finished, I go, yeah, I, now, now I remember, now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm like mm -hmm. looking through my book, I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel very strongly, especially, especially with like Mr. Drew sort of flexing on them with this dark imagery, I feel very strongly that I have to lighten the mood for the kids. Mm -hmm. And I say, now Betty, tell me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I, I suspect you may have some experience in these matters. I'm under the impression that one can also um, enter Torpor via some bad salmon. Now, that's not true, is it? I love salmon. Be careful. Mr. Keene. <laughs> I, just, I just try it. I'm just bad, trying bad to light it up. Get, it's yeah. very droll of you. It's yeah. very droll. Torpor seems unlikely to be the result of this particular enterprise. Do you know how the kindred we're looking for entered this state? Unfortunately, we do not. We know his name. It's unusual. His name is Vincent Gravenstein. German, I think. That's fair. He is of your clan, Mr. Keene. Ah. 
Well, we shall uh, acquaint ourselves with mm-hmm. Vincent, yes, to Vincent forthwith. Retrieve. Find Mr. Gravenstein, and when you have found him, in the uh, bathroom of this motel room, you will find a box. Bring it with you. Once you've found Mr. Gravenstein, open the box. There are instructions inside. This is like a scavenger hunt. Sounds pretty easy. It might be. Could does be it? Could be Blue Apron. It does. You just find someone and open mm-hmm. this box. You may make whatever preparations you find necessary. And this is the limit of the information that I'm permitted to get you. Yes. What's going to make this really hard? The hardest thing might be locating the kindred. Cargo vessel is a large place. You'll have to find it. We don't know exactly where on the ship the body is. Is the ship decommissioned or it is it is abandoned? abandoned. It sounds yes, like it hasn't been used in some it time. Makes things a little simpler. Mm. Yeah, there's no people on it. Exactly. Hmm. I, I, I think this is a, this is a task we can undertake immediately. That would be ideal. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to come with us? I am not. But I will wait for you here. You don't want to get your suit dirty? No, I did have it freshly pressed. It's very nice. Thank you, Miss Booker. That's very kind of you to say. So we bring You're uh, Vincent back here. Then open the box. Or we bring the box with us and open it there. Mm-hmm. Which one? Bring the box with you. Ah. Open it once you've found Mr. Gravenstein. Perfect. Can we open it before we find him? No. That would be unwise. How will you know if we open it before we find him? Hmm. I won't. All right. Hmm. I'm just about done with this guy. <laughs> I stand up, and I'm like, is he taller than me? No, he's not. You loom over him. So Tom puts all of his like weight, his presence, to loom over this guy, and he says, I'm going to give you one more chance to tell me why this is going to be hard. So you want to intimidate him. Just try to ring a little bit of juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Can Tom I help? Is, yeah, absolutely you can. You both have the intimidation skill, right? Well, I have I have Cloak of Shadow. I, or Shadow Cloak, sorry. Shadow Cloak. So can I like stand like kind of behind mm-hmm. him and Shadow Cloak and make it like look, my presence look ominous and just be like, you don't want to see him when he's angry. So Betty takes up a position slightly behind and to yeah. the left of, uh, of Tom, and she gathers the darkness of the room to her. The lamp, dim as it was, seems to get even darker, and the shadows seem to move of their own accord and gather around Betty like a terrifying mantle, suggestive of... Some side of horrifying bat wings, maybe, or yeah. just you know, I'm evil queen. Like the classic mm. uh, Dracula, like yeah. high collar type of thing, like maleficent that, sort of like mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, like, I don't know. Imagine it like twenties Art Deco, sort yeah, of like, yeah. That high arch. Let's yeah. check Tom's sheet really quickly. Well, so Tom, here. Tom doesn't technically have intimidation, but Betty he does. he thinks this might be the sort of thing he would consider this persuading. I think <laughs> he's not intimidating. He's just, he's, 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 like he's a persuading. He's naturally intimidating. He's just using his natural mm-hmm. presence to persuade someone. Let's make the pool charisma and persuasion. Now for Tom, that's four dice. But thanks to Betty's presence and her use of the shadow cloak, it's a little bit more convincing than if Tom were to do it by himself. 
So let's add three extra dice. Oh, to that's a nice cloak. Hey, hey. He's like trying to be polite, and I'm like, he will beat the brakes off of you. <laughs> and it's like, before this happens, like I have gone to the bathroom to get the box. And then I come out of the bathroom, <laughs> and it's a very different room. Yeah. <laughs> over and I'm, I'm just like looking at you, like I don't. Yeah. We share a moment. Four successes. What do we Holy get? shit, that's terrible. Yeah. How many did we two. get? Uh, two. <laughs> now, bad. but there's a lot of empty dice so, there. There are. A lot of now, empty dice. You this use might your be willpower. The time to burn the willpower point. Uh, just one. Yep. Scratch mm -hmm. it off. Roll every Make a slash one of it. these dark dice. Oh, so burning one willpower lets me re-roll all the misses? Up to three. Up to three? Up to three. Up to three dice that have missed. But you have to take the second result. Sure, mm -hmm. willpower That's is still burned. That's yeah. fair. Oh one God. more. I got one one more. shot, so I will make you the same devil's bargain. You I will, will succeed, succeed at a cost. cost. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so far that's been Tom's M.O. So succeeding I'm going to succeed with Yeah, I'm going to succeed at a trying cost. hard, almost getting there, but yeah, taking oh, a negative voice. repercussion. But, I mean, what he heard, what he overheard, lets him know that there's something fucking bad here. You don't Absolutely. die because you couldn't find someone, mm -hmm. right? Right. Yeah. So he he really wants to, without confronting him and letting everything out, he's trying to get. The actual info. And I've never seen Tom like this, so for him to like try to squeeze, put the yeah, squeeze on this yeah. guy, to me it's like he's he's sent something. He's going with his gut. Yeah. Because he's been human. He's got a lot of he gut. He was more recently human, I trust his gut. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Drew, at first, looks like he's going to be defiant. Then he looks up at your eyes. You're not trying to threaten him. You're not trying to rip, you're not telling him that you're going to hurt him or rip his limbs off. Mm -mm. You're simply trying to be persuasive. You're trying to be reasonable, and you are quite young, vampire. And then his eyes dart behind you, and he sees what's going on back there. The Lord of Shadows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, the evil queen has entered the the, like the freaking frame. Gandalf in that scene where <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like <laughs> too tall, like weirdly tall. He looks like he's about to retort. Thinks better of it, and then nods. Yes, this is a difficult assignment. There are complications. Thank you. We suspect that there may be uh, rivals who are also searching for Mr. Gravenstein's torpid body, and we would prefer it not fall into their hands. Anarchs? Yes, exactly. I slap him super hard in the shoulder. See, was that so hard, man? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I am going to make a roll for provocation here. <laughs> He's smiling. He's like, yeah. It's all good, man. See, that wasn't so hard. <laughs> Just so you know, he has put a lot of dice. Yeah, I know. I see a lot of dice. Oh, no. Okay. So, uh... Mr. Drew's reaction is immediate. At first, a murderous stare creeps into his eyes, and you think for a second he's going to go for you, maybe even try to bite you. But he masters himself, he composes himself, he brushes his coat. Was your, was your hand clean? Does it have nacho, maybe nacho, cheese. nacho cheese? Little a little nacho cheese, I coat. guarantee it. Not a lot, mm -hmm. but like Just a enough. Little. Just a little yellow, Enough. unnatural yellow, orange yeah. stain on his pristine jacket. Ooh. 
A little bit of club soda make it better. Without another word, he just glares at you. Without another word, he closes up the phone apparatus, picks it up, and leaves the motel room. You went into the bathroom, yeah. and you got what was in there? The box. The box sitting on the floor of the bathroom. It's, uh, it's about the size of a small steamer trunk. So, oh, wow. wow. I mean, yeah, this, is, this is a crate. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a crate. It's, uh, it's maybe three and a half, almost four feet long and a couple feet wide. It's, um, it's not too heavy. You can lift it. Good. Uh, it's padlocked. There doesn't seem to be a keyhole in the padlock. You're not sure how you're supposed to get it open. Maybe you probably have to break it. Yeah. Um, it's covered in uh, old-style luggage tags from... Uh, you know, the 20s and the 30s when steamship and rail travel was all the rage. So it's got stickers from exotic places, some of which don't even exist anymore. You would be very familiar with this. Yeah, I was yeah. Say, and I, I, I know that I have entered into a, an altered place. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get Betty's attention. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to draw Betty toward these places. Is the candy man gone? Mr. Drew has left the motel room. Okay. You and the magic fingers are... Yeah, yeah. And so I, I, I bring it out like on, with one handle out mm-hmm. of the bathroom, uh, set it down, sort of like spin it out toward uh, the group, and then uh, I, just, I kneel down in front of it, and uh, I say, Ben. There's a person in there. What? What? What, what if it's Vincent? I well, wouldn't have guessed that. That doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> this... I am deeply disturbed that this was your first idea, and I am also quite afraid that it is true. I myself do not think in this way. I'm a practical person. Uh, I am horrified that you may be right already, and this entire thing is some sort of ruse. Why don't you like them? What is the problem? Why are you not forthcoming? Well... It's a great coat. It is really nice. Okay, well, listen. The Camarilla, you know... To be sure, madam. To be sure. What is the actual problem that you are not discussing? Why would they like you to not exist just as an, as an ante for our conversation? What is the Betty problem? Okay. Well, Betty's been around for a minute. Sure. You know? I would, I would never put it this way, but... <laughs> thank you. Fresh as a daisy, madam. And similar to Tom, mm-hmm. you know, in my younger, more sprightly years, I may have had issues with authority, and the Camarilla is mm. like the authority of authorities, and... They are the men, it is as they say. typically... So, let's talk about my clan. They're, they're a little... Yeah. Um... So a good majority of them had a falling out with the Camarilla several years ago. This is like really old news. The clan itself is young. No. Mm. It's one of the great clans. Really? Yeah. Why haven't I heard of it? (laughs) Probably because a lot of us splintered off and formed the Sabat, which is a whole other thing. We don't have to. We met them. The stories we tell ourselves. On our last job. They were the weird guys in the sewer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was okay. yeah. Some yeah. of my oh, yeah. some of my more unpleasant cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, a lot of us were expected to choose a side, and Betty, being you know me, I have sort of maintained neutrality over the years. 
I've worked alongside the Camarilla, done favors mm -hmm. for them. But I've also done some work for other organizations that they are less fond of. Well, they're going to kill you for that. What? No. Yeah, I mean, no, that's the last thing they said on the phone. You guys didn't hear it. I have, like, really good senses, better than you guys. Wow. Yeah, and so I was able to hear, and they said, they don't think we're going to survive at all. Specifically, they want you to die. And that's sure. why I don't like the Camarilla. Oh, this... New information. This is punishment. Mm -hmm. A second job from them is not a chance to wipe the slate clean. A second job from them is punishment. They're trying to get rid of us. I knew it. See, thank you, Tom. Welcome. That's why I don't. You never trust the man in the white suit. I thought that went so well. Yeah. yeah just well. keep in mind, I hear shit. So all the time. All the time. I'm listening. Oh, okay. I've never doubted your capabilities you. or your intelligence. Thank you. I reach behind the mm -hmm. case. You've examined it closely. The lock, exactly. the, pad, the padlock, does in fact have no keyhole. The only yeah. way to open it is to break it open. Yeah, and I, I say I am so terrified that you may be right. This type of mendacity does not come naturally to me. Mm -hmm. And I just start to roll the chest end over end to see if I hear any body-like thumping. You don't need heightened senses like Tom has in nice. order to hear an object shifting inside as you roll it, thump, thump. Now, whatever it is, is packed in pretty tightly, so it isn't loud when you move it. God damn it. It could be a body. could be something else. Why God do I feel like when it. we open this, I'm just saying that man was very eager that we not open while he open it while he was around. <laughs> but is you know what that tells me? There's something body? in there that's yep. dangerous to us as well. To be a human body? That's a good question. What's Jameson? Jameson is not over-furnished in the strength department, Absolutely right? not. That is not where I excel, sir. Right. But you were able to lift it. So uh, with the strength of one dot, you could barely lift a full-grown person at full weight. So <clears throat> if there's a person in there, they're probably not a full-size person. Maybe they're very thin. Well, I was just going to say, we heard something to the effect that it might have been uh, someone of my clan. So Nosferatu, not that I spend a lot. Of, I don't go to the meetings, right? Right. I have I fish out that other quarter I stole mm -hmm. uh, from Amanda, and I put it in the magic fingers that's attached to the bed that the box is on. The box is yeah. on. Yeah, I just <laughs> watching it. Yeah. Well, I'll put my ear to it. Hear you anything? can hear whatever it is there rattling around. Well, I'm out of ideas. Not enough information to tell you what it is. Maybe oh, it's yeah. not a person. Maybe it's like... It's a person. Could be tools. It feels like a person. I've traveled like that. Well, who has? It's a nice way to travel. Mm. Could be salted meats. Could be salted meats. Same difference. I know I, there are places that will <laughs> ship salted meats to you in boxes. But why would they want us to open it in front of a, a kindred and torpor? There's a lot I don't know about torpor. Oh, well. Hmm. I just assume so, there so has also, to be a connection between exactly. the two. Mm -hmm. So we have to get this out there. When we find them, we open this up. There's definitely a fucking person. Or something to finish the job. What if they wanted to kill this Nosferatu? Or yes. failed. Just like He's been in torpor. Exactly. Back. So we yeah. find him. They a cheated. starving weapon. Yeah. Could yeah. Be, what if he is... Close. A, um, well, the rivals are also looking at him. 
So maybe he's like a leader. You know what? The I think you're 100% on the right track. The more we know about this man, the more we know about why they These want him. These might be his clothes True. inside. Maybe he's naked when we find him. What a... Oh. What a blessing would be personal this, possession. And these are his things. What a blessing this trunk would be then, Thomas. Yeah. Mm. So are you ready? Yes. So we have to take this trunk with us to this boat. Well, that's what Mr. Drew told you to do. What you choose to do, of course, is at your discretion. I'm afraid to open it. Hey, this is Jerry Holkins of Penny Arcade fame. Wanted to let you know that if you like the sorts of stuff that we do, there is a membership-oriented experience that is designed for your strange predilections. We've kept you in mind, and we got some cool stuff. We call it Clipier. It's got all kinds of goodies, including uh, merch care packages, exclusive pins during the year, new art, comics, blogs, quarterly streams, and I won't try to sell you anything on those podcasts. Those podcasts won't have an ad like the one you're hearing now. Sound good? Consider it. Go to penny-arcade.com forward slash club PA to see what you think. I don't want to open it. He told us not to. Yeah, well, not but, yet. But I asked him if he would know if we opened it, and he said no, so. True. This doesn't make it easier. say that. What about those nifty little gadgets that you have that show people the, the bones and the teeth and the... Oh, x-rays? Yes, thank you. Trace. What if we do that to this box? Obviously, you take it to the airport. Well, it couldn't be me. I can't really. I'm not good with tech. <laughs> I'm a little old. But maybe if we... Yeah. Could take it to a hospital. Hospital. Uh, in truth, there are uh, expedited uh, clinics, small mm -hmm. in scale. Uh, mm. They operate somewhat adjacent to the traditional healthcare apparatus uh, in the night, poorly staffed, hmm. easily overpowered. Normally I wouldn't go to such precautions. I'm a little bit of a um, adventurous woman, but after what you said, yeah, I do think we should actually absolutely. I don't know. I don't know how to use an x-ray machine. I don't know. So, you um, went to college. Uh, I did, did they teach you that? Um, Did you take that class? No, I don't think they had a 101 in x-ray. So no, I, don't, I didn't take anything on that. You didn't, but um, you had many majors throughout the course of your, shall we say, yeah. checkered academic career. You shall and, say that, yes. Uh, I think it's fair to say you at least understand from your very first flirtations with pre-med, you at least understand the principles, and if you don't know how to, how to use it, you might at least know whether or not it was being used correctly. Now, Jamison is right. There are medical clinics, there are imaging hours. places, especially in a seedy neighborhood like this, that might not be completely on the up and up. And if, uh, if you want to try to find one, that might be the place to take your luggage. Or we could choose stand. a place that might not be open in the middle of the night, mm. like a veterinarian clinic. Oh, now nice. you're talking. This I is say exquisite. We find one, nice. use your wonderful skills to get in, x ray this box, and then take it to the ship. Parfait. So that way, when we open it, we don't all die. Thomas. If there is a person inside of it, and I'm not 100% on that, the x rays might not be good for them. Well, it's very fast. I don't I know when I go to, when I go to the doctor, them. they put like a lead mm -hmm. thing over you. 
in truth, Thomas, I suspect that whatever uh, whatever fate the occupant of this chest has, yeah, this X-ray doesn't reach the top five. Well, listen, if this person gets cancer, you know, it's not on me. That's all I'm saying. Fair. Yeah. Uh, Amanda. Yes. Can you yelp? A veterinarian. She already clinic. had Yelp open. <laughs> You're already scrolling to yeah, look through like, clinics nearby. The yeah. number of stars is not relevant because we will be operating the machinery. Oh, that's a good point. And she like scrolls back up. There's one closer. There's one like right up there. Oh, there is in fact one yeah, in the yeah, neighborhood. Veterinarian yeah. clinics near me. <laughs> Paws and claws is called. Nice. Parfait. Mm -hmm. This is gonna be great. Three stars. Three stars. Three stars. Some weird, yeah, you know. some weird stories down in there. <laughs> The uh, complaints are not necessarily written by people who know a heck of a lot about veterinary medicine. Right, right, right. Well, they, I mean, they killed this dog, but maybe we could get Maybe they were rude to me, or yeah. uh, I didn't get free dog treats for my pooch. Right. right. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. My cat came back a different color. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this, my suspicion is that this is the sort of thing um, that my level of breaking and entering uh, prowess will make trivial. Uh, I, th I think it would be hardly worth a roll. Yeah, exactly. Unless there's some extraordinarily sophisticated system yeah. when you get there. Okay. Exactly. So, uh, is is that the plan? Shall we shift? I, the I scene? love this plan. Yes. Very good plan. Mm -hmm. Good plan. Are you strong? Right. No. I'm just big and out of shape. <laughs> I think I probably was strong at some point, like in the prime of my life. Yeah. You know. I'm but stronger than not, you. Not anymore. Yeah. Between the two of you, you can well, any two of you easily can two handles easily. Yeah, sure. Handle one on handle on each end. Let's it's not that a, heavy. Let's take a little peekaboo uh, inside this crate. Okay. All right. So from the uh, fir tree motel to paws and claws veterinary clinic. Now, Jameson, you were correct. Breaking in is child's play. Disabling the security system. A mere bagatelle. This is, this is hardly worth getting out of bed to worry about. It's so trivial. Perfect. Perfect. Right. I admire your craft, sir. Well, you have yet to see it, madam. Truly, you are a wizard with locks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but basically, I know that the back door, I mean, the equipment and stuff is mm -hmm. going to be farthest in the back. It We're is. really looking for the alley, the back, behind the building type entrance anyway. That device is going to be nearer to the back. Now... Let's make it a looking for the large eye. dog x-ray machine, the dachshund. Yeah. Success. You're extraordinarily fortunate. Jameson and Betty are old enough to know, but they might not have personal experience with this. They might not know firsthand. Animals and vampires do not get along. You are fortunate <laughs> because there are no animals being Overnight. uh, overnighted here. They're not staying for observation or, or treatment. <laughs> but is that what you rolled for? Betty probably wouldn't mm -hmm. remember that because I have animal can. <laughs> you oh, you don't know anymore. Be better. <laughs> you don't uh, know animals. anymore. So I'm like a little bit better with animals. So mm -hmm. when a dog doesn't yeah. like me, I'm just like, oh, that dog's just grumpy. It's that dog that doesn't like <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. yeah. exactly. So I probably would have neglected to mention <laughs> that. Mention that. It, it might have occurred to you just as you opened the door and stepped inside. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like you know, maybe there's okay. something I remember. Yeah, like a dog would bark the fuck out, like of uh, no, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. I appreciate that there are no 
uh, canine borders this evening because I can just imagine the Yelp review that would result. Yeah. <laughs> um, it would suck. It would be, they would, if I could give less than one star, I would. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, so we'll just oh. slide this chest in the back, drag and it down. And as we're walking in, I'm asking Amanda, like, so what is Yelp? <laughs> oh, so it's like this app that you download and like... It Do you think you it's too late to get in on the ground floor of that? Because I'm always looking for... <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, it's been around for a I long. just found out about this um, this this thing where other you drive people around in your car. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, I mean, I almost exclusively take Uber's places, so like, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been around for a bit. I don't know if ground floor is. is are they German? Is that the reason behind that name? What is this? <laughs> you know, I don't just like side combo as we're walking. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. dragging it in one hand, mm-hmm. sliding it in, trying to find the the containment not, vessel. Not hard to find the uh, the X-ray machine in the lab at the back of the facility. Um, it looks like every x-ray machine you've ever seen during your breathing days that were used on people, uh, except it's designed to fit uh, yeah. animals and accommodate beasts. Mm-hmm. But it can definitely handle your crate. Yeah, it goes, it's up right on the thing. Amanda, Okay. work your magic. Um, I, I'm attempting to look very confident as I look at the computer. And <laughs> um, this is like Amanda's thing. Yeah, she's just like, okay, I... Uh, yeah, I think this will just be really easy to figure out. Yeah, no problem. And then I just like start noodling. Uh, what do I roll for figuring this thing out? Mm, so, do, how, how do you how do you pretend to be a doctor? It's got to yeah. be on here somewhere. I'm suddenly wearing a lab coat. Yeah, you should. You help yourself find one. with a lab coat. <laughs> you just grab one. You look like you belong like, here. Oh. Yeah, yeah, maybe a stethoscope. Yeah, professional. Yeah, yeah. She knows what to do. So, first things first. We're going to use a rule called um, three and out, or three rolls and out. There okay. are three stages to operating this machine oh. successfully. Ah, okay. The first one is just to power the thing on and turn, get the computer up and running. Okay. Okay? So that is fairly simple. Okay, so that's, so that's a role that of, um, that's a role of uh, intelligence and technology. Unfortunately, that's not a great pool for you. It's only no. three dice. Now, you could, if you wanted to, you're full. If you wished, you could rouse the power of your blood. You could risk gaining a hunger die, and then that would allow you to increase your intellect supernaturally by one dot, one die for the scene. Dude. Yeah, I'm really for nervous multi- about like this is the thing that I need to do, mm. and everyone's watching me, so I'm okay. gonna do it. So risk? when you see the scene, would that blood die apply to each of the three stages of this? Yes. I'll let her keep it for all intelligence rolls in this scene. So before you do that, Amanda. Can you use that to add a point to a skill you don't have or only to um, modify a skill you have? uh, It can modify your attributes, your physical, social, and mental attributes. Okay. Basically buffs by one. Okay. Okay. So she, she couldn't use it to put a point into technology. No, but there are other things that she could do if she had no technology at all. Okay. Okay. So before you make your roll, first mm-hmm. things first, take a red hunger die, and let's see if you get hungrier. You're starting at zero. If you get an onk, you're fine. Oh, what if it is a skull face so with what a if, tooth? So what if it? What if it have two it, teeth? What if it's a toothy skull. What if it was scary? That is a failure. Your okay. beast. You hear in the back of your mind your father's voice. Now, remember what happens when you get hungry, little girl. You know you get 
upset. You really should eat something soon. Can you stick? I'm counting on you. Don't disappoint me. I don't like to be disappointed, Amanda. You hear me say under my breath, okay, Dad, I won't. So you now have one hunger. So you'll put a red hunger die uh, conveniently somewhere nearby you, and that'll represent your hunger until you remove it by feeding. But okay. you've gained an extra die on the and roll for intelligence. That's the focus. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. You know, look on the bright side. Silver lining. Always look on the side. <laughs> so when she rolls this through, yeah. should there be a red dice in it? Uh, yes, so you should take one of the black dice out. Thank you very much for reminding me and put a red put your red hunger die in. Oh, okay. I know some stuff. Because it has a chance to go up. Because now, because she's hungry, she is risking either a messy critical. Right. Which would be uh, that would be a successful roll, but the uh, hunger die comes up with the critical fang mark. Or a bestial failure, and that happens when the roll is a total failure, and you get the skull again. Both, okay. wow. both yeah. circumstances that. means that your beast takes over, and you do something very vampiric and inconvenient. If it's a bestial failure, you might suffer a terrible compulsion. Uh, you might get hungrier. You might um, do something you're really going to regret. If it's a messy critical, you succeed. You get the machine powered up and running. But you will do so in a um, in a very inconveniently vampiric way. Right. So okay. you have to do an ascot, some velour. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, oh, brother. Oh, you're, you're okay. Good. You're okay. You got a success. Because you're oh. success. Okay. Okay. I was like, oh, <laughs> dude. So this is like I, ah, such high fucking pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Getting hungry is I'm bad. Like, I'm like yeah. visibly sweating. Like it, uh, it really is a game of risk management in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit like uh, playing the odds at Vegas. So your role is a success, uh, not a total failure, I should say. Yeah. You got enough successes, the one that was required, to yeah. figure out how to boot this thing up. Okay. Barely. You almost, almost was a disaster. But even if the role had been a failure in indicating a bestial failure, you could have burned willpower to re-roll the fails. Right. Okay. True, true, true. Okay. Okay. Right. So it's sort of thrum now. So the computer screen is lit up. Uh, the lights are blinking green. You did it. You got did it. it. It's on. Okay. The, the the machine is telling you that it's ready to go. So now I, I place a hand on Betty's mm -hmm. shoulder and I say, "They grow up so fast. They don't like." Look at her in her little lap. Yeah. The next thing to do is to um, take the picture and get the X-ray onto film. And the last roll will be about basically speed developing an interpretation yeah. of the image. Right. So this one is the second roll. Your first roll required one success. Your second roll will require two successes. Okay. Um, this one is still intelligence and technology, but you've got the total of four dice. Four dice. So it's the same pool. Three black and one red. I'm going to roll a different one, but yeah. this one's cursed. Uh, okay. is, there any way, is there any way for, like, as in that sort of doting mm -hmm. mentor-type capacity... Now I want to get involved in the process. Yeah. Is there any way for is there any way for me to utilize my intelligence to like say, all right, tell me if tell me if I'm right. Do you, you do this, and then we we activate the magnetron, yeah. and then obviously it's like is that you're basically? like looking at the the diagram <laughs> on the side. The clarity of the <laughs> neutron. And he doesn't clone. he doesn't believe that she is wrong or that there's mm -hmm. any faking going on. Ah. At all. He just well, he wants to be a part of the process. Got it. So if he has any dots at all in medicine. Science or technology, he can contribute meaningful, or or an academic specialty that would apply. There mm. could I could not be less mm -hmm. useful 
Um, so you, there's nothing to prevent negative you from tips, trying but, to help. But her, I still but. do the same thing. Like what I do doesn't change at all. I have a point in medicine. You can contribute to the process. Oh. Yeah, you can add uh, an extra dye to Amanda's pool. Actually, you've you've seen you know these diagrams before. Where where would you have picked that up? Do you think? Uh, I think that in becoming a tattoo artist, you probably have to take some very minor medical. You have to get like some, a card. Yeah, because you're know, dealing with blood and all that stuff. First aid, anatomy. Yep. Yep. Safe disposal of blood uh, uh, bodily sharps. fluids. Yep. Sharps. Yeah. That's Maybe, worth an yeah. extra dye. For oh. sure. Another black dye. So there's a lot of cooks in this motherfucking kitchen. Yeah. Like, we're all... Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, we're all like, perfect. Okay, let's do this. Bye. Whoa. Okay, wait. You, no, have the, you, you have the required two successes. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. Well done. So you position the uh, x-ray gun over the crate. You think you've got it pulled back wide enough to get you a good image. Boom. <laughs> You take the shot. Okay. All right. So now I have to read it. All right. So X-rays are on film, of course. Yeah. Right. So you can you can conjure up an image on the screen. It's going to be a little difficult to interpret without you know development. Right. But it's what you got. Unless you want to spend time messing with the film, this is what you're going to do. Right. So this one is a little harder. This is three successes, but you can continue to add uh, Tom's extra dye to the pool. I have a point in tech, but it's like old-timey tech. Mm, I yeah. wonder if I would Skills. have any knowledge of, of so, development. Yeah. Looking at bad pictures. Here's what yeah, I'm going to Yeah, that's maybe. like my thing. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I'm going to say. Because this is not a matter of technology, this isn't a matter of interpretation. You're going to interpret what you see. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that your academics is the more appropriate skill. And that's a Perfect. much better role for you. So, okay, so it'd be intelligence mm -hmm. plus um, So academics. it's... Five dice normally, plus another one for the buff that you gave yourself, right. plus another one for Tom's help. Okay, now Wonderful. three successes. Three successes. Three successes. Real flavor. Yes. Come on. This is the hour. I can't see three successes. Three. Oh, they're they're actually, yeah, it's a critical success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got two sets of fangs, right? Yes. Plus an extra. Yeah. So one, those count as double. So one, two, three, four, five. This is amazing. Five. Nice the work. the hell out of that Rex Ray. Oh, yeah. And we knew the whole time. Like, I knew yeah. the whole time it was going to go like this. So what do we see in there? Incredibly, the image resolves sharp like a, like a computer monitor. This is fantastic. You're not even really sure how you did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> truly what you surprised see. myself yeah. in this. So you were right. There is somebody in this box. But whoever it is, is sort of bent double to be able to fit in this small space. Might even Maybe their legs are broken. You're not sure to make them fit. Yeah. And... There is an object stuck through their chest. Woo! You're this the is shit. The X-ray was the f amazing call. Uh, see, now yeah. our crash course and all those awful things in the hotel room worth it. All right, pop quiz okay, kids. Right. What happens when someone takes a stake through the heart? They're conscious but paralyzed. But paralyzed. Yes. And we just hit that guy with a bunch of radiation and we didn't put a vest on him or anything and I called it. Yeah, so he's got a lot of problems right now. Yeah, yeah. he's mm -hmm. got a lot of problems. Uh, the first thing I say when I notice it is, uh, I'm right, I was right, I was right, there's a body, and then he's got a stake. So, what do we do? Okay, so, when this happens, when we find this person, mm -hmm. we're supposed to open this up, but if they're in, if they're in Torpor, tell me if I'm wrong. They're not really capable of accomplishing anything or doing anything. They're maintained. They're supposed in a to be. I mean, we can call them. Right? Who here has had a pet snake? I have. 
You never want to feed your pet snake live rats because they can actually hurt your snake. What do you feed them is freeze-dried ones. This is the freeze-dried version of a snack. How much do you want to bet that this is this individual is here to feed to our NOS? Uh, Let's see. He's helpless. You're right, Beatrice. It's like a lunchable. Yeah. Unfortunately. What so better way like to present a, a meal? And then I bet you. Once this nos is out of torpor and has eaten all of this fresh, delicious kindred blood, his job is probably to kill us. Well, at least you for sure. Oh. That much you, we know. That's a fact. That's just, just science, science there. And <laughs> so, it's just science. Second point of order. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to do what, whatever they say. Correct? It's not a matter of interpretation. Uh, there's going to be, there's no body in the, uh, in this organization that is going to look upon any interpretation we've made of their instructions and say, well, they did their best. Right. But we're armed with knowledge. If we do what they say and come out alive, they can't really do anything about that. True. That's true. true. I think what they want us to do here is either die or fail our mission so they have an excuse to hate us. But if we can either get someone else to do this for us, or complete it successfully and come out, they have to keep their word. Oh, I hate being a vampire. <laughs> Sucks. You gotta admit, it's kind of fun sometimes, though. Well, they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna kill you no matter what, is what I'm saying. Like, what I heard was, hey, they're, they're probably gonna die, but make sure Betty dies. That seems quite specific. Yeah, they used your name. But now we're on the lookout for it. So if sure. we can catch them trying to double cross us, we can use that as leverage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've taken a couple of law classes in my time, <laughs> but I almost hope they try it. Because if they do, then we have cause for recourse. If we can catch them in it and do the job, then they owe us. And what's better than a favor from the Camarilla? This is a legal thriller. You can't really recourse though if you're dead. Well, that's the part we have to avoid. Right. Fair point, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think you kids would let me die. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No chivalry in it. Uh, to the port. To the port. It's about midnight now, so you've got maybe, you know, maybe five good hours of darkness left before you've got to seek shelter for the day. And hopefully you don't get caught on the boat when the sun comes up but we'll find out. So we should definitely try, just as a, as a kindness, to sort of rearrange everything in here. Mm. Kind of set it back the way it was, turn it off, close it, reactivate the security system. Oh, uh, You're going to rearm oh, yeah, the system yeah. as you leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's very kind. That is very kind. Very thoughtful. Yeah, I don't want the next you know, set of vampires to come in here. and right. On the way to the port, I want to text my dad. And... What's the text message that you send to your father? Uh... I text him saying, Daddy, I'm really hungry and I need you to send someone to this address. And I send him the address to the port that we're going to. And I say, uh, pretty, pretty quickly, pretty soon. There's a short delay. And then you receive a text message from your father's number that says, don't worry, sweetheart, I'm on it. 
uh, I send him back a text that says, thank you, daddy, with like 20 <laughs> emojis where it's like hearts and like um, yeah, blushy no, faces. And, no, no, and like the... Um, the syringe and the, <laughs> yeah. and the blood. Maybe yeah. a red cross. Like five yeah. blood emojis. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Daddy. You're the best. Which is what I say. His text message back is, I know. <laughs> so right. off to the port. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did, I'm sorry, Amanda. Did you want to uh, say no, something no, no. else to your father or make a, other preparations? No, no, uh, Well, you probably don't want to eat right now because you can't reduce your hunger below one. Oh, I thought I could. Mm. So if you're, you if you're sitting at one hunger, the only way to get rid of that one last hunger die is to kill your victim. Oh, you're gonna have I to forgot. Okay. So, I mean, to have him on standby I, is no, cool, I'm but you have to wait to, like... <laughs> We're not making Tom somebody a verb. <laughs> you got to Tom somebody. That's how you get Tom that Tom feels hungry. so bad about it, though. No, I like, that. I like that he would come on the boat with us. So that's perfect. So, um, you, since it's going to take time for your father to... Uh, find a suitable um, donor yeah. and get them to the port. Um, yeah, and who knows what obstacles they will face before they can get you know, from the port to you. Yeah, it, you might have the advantage of having a snack waiting for you when you're done. Perfect. Or that you can access at some point during during the heist. Perfect. Okay. Um, yeah. So we probably we're probably since we got the chest, we're probably going to need Uber XL. Mm-hmm. Right. We want the larger format vehicle, something like an Escalade. I'm going to pretend yeah. like I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we, we need the we need the bigger product. I mean, Tom's I trying have to be a more. Car. Oh, you do. Well, yeah, of course I do. Oh, more than one, I suspect. Oh. Uh, Tom's trying to be more ginger. Yeah, the crate. Now that he knows there's a person in it, even though they're like unconscious. Yeah. Or yeah. they're conscious, they're just paralyzed. Right. Well, we actually know they're conscious of all yeah. of this. Everything so I'm not, that we've we're done. not like dragging it anymore. It is true. If if what Mr. Drew said was accurate, if this kindred in the in the box isn't in torpor, they can hear everything that you are saying. Mm. Oh. Uh, but you don't know what their condition is. They might well also be in torpor, in which case, definitely not. What an amazing like you can just feel their fucking fingers. This is not my character saying this. This yeah. is me. You can just feel their fingers close around you. It's basically a bug in addition to everything else it is. Yeah. And food. It's also mm. probably punishment. <sighs> Tough affair. So, do you so want you to make any other preparations? You're going to take your car? Sure. Is it large enough for all of you and your, your uh, luggage? Yeah. Probably a big old Escalade, maybe, or yeah. something like yeah. that. A brick. Yeah, I'd imagine mm-hmm. my BMW partner buys. Use <laughs> that. Think it's big enough? Lexus 450. Not for everyone. Yeah, not for everything. Not for everything. But we need to take two cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two vehicles. But you also, I mean, you don't want to put this in the back. Yeah, you? I don't want to. Oh, you ruin the seats. Yeah. yeah. Ruin the seats. This thing's dirty. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we lift, this, we lift this bad boy up into the back. Mm-hmm. Do I understand correctly that Betty drives herself? Yes. She likes driving. Yes. She enjoys it. Oh, yes. It's a free modern woman. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She wasn't allowed to drive, and now Mm -hmm. she is. So, So, yeah. She enjoys it. She has driving gloves. I'm always (laughs) wearing gloves. The gloves were already there. She'd have Mm -hmm. to take them off Mm -hmm. and put the other ones back. She's the only person that uses the glove box for Mm -hmm. what it's intended for. For for gloves, yeah. That's right. So, with your bejeweled, begloved hands on the wheel and followed by Amanda in your your sporty BMW. Late yeah. model, of course, short lease. Yes. Uh, you make your way to the port. So we'll change the scene from the veter- from Paws and Claws, mm-hmm. the veterinary clinic, to the port of Tacoma. 
Uh, Port of Tacoma is a vast operation. It occupies the area of the city known as the Tide Flats, which is a fancy term for muddy, disgusting place. <laughs> it is uh, choked with factories, light industry, heavy industry, um, smokestacks, belching fumes and flame into the sky. Even at night, uh, these places, some of them work 24 hours to um, grease the wheels of so-called progress. It's also a tangled nest of railroad tracks. This is where oh, for trains... Sure pick up the freight cars from the ships arriving and carry it off to other parts of the state and the country. This is a, a transportation and industrial hub. Mm -hmm. But nobody lives here. People don't live in this part of town. They come here to work, mostly in the daytime, although, as I said, there are the third shift workers in some of these places. It is very underpopulated at night. I would probably have Amanda navigate me and this is probably where you notice that like where the console for a car such as this normally exists it's all been gutted right, out yeah. this car has been heavily like modified it has no security features it's like completely so i'd say you're in front in your bmw yeah and i'm following yeah. because so, i yeah. can't gps siri yeah. navigate me to <laughs> the port of tacoma yeah, this like, address yeah yeah oh yeah Given who you are mm -hmm. and what you've done, yes. and what you're capable of, exactly. I'm already what do you, there. Where do you keep in this car? Do you have any supplies or equipment? I that have might come like in handy? what you would expect, like an assassin to have. Mm -hmm. I've got like a coil of rope, zip ties, a the tire Garrett iron, type thing. yeah, a tire iron, and like things like that. Any weapons? Um, I'll let you have a couple of weapons if you think, yeah, I think I it's within Betty's character to put something in there. to Probably like a, like a shillelagh. <laughs> like a stout that, wooden, that wooden rod? Yeah, yeah. Ah. I have like a, yeah. like a shillelagh probably. I say yes to shillelagh. Nothing cool like it. I'm sorry, no tasers or anything like no that. No tasers, no sawed off like, shotguns. Yeah, that sort like of a thing. tire iron shillelagh, mm -hmm. coil of rope. Mm -hmm. The shillelagh can of course double as a stake if you, yeah. you, know, you yeah. drive it through someone's heart. Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be pointed. You just have to push real hard. Mm -hmm. I would say that Tom and, and Jameson are in the back and I'm just like showing you this stuff. Like... <laughs> Just, yeah, exactly. just like lifting it up, like, yeah, these, like rods, these encrusted rods, yeah, zip ties, and then ski like ski mask, yeah, mm -hmm. ski mask, choky line, yeah, Garrett. You probably notice like near the door where okay. like the floor is, there's like some ominous stain as those maybe yeah. the door has been used to like. <laughs> there's a makeshift bludgeon, yeah, of yeah. Some kind. Oh my god! Hold up the shillelagh <laughs> in the back seat. Um, I, I reach as I, I reach over and uh, just undo the seatbelt. <laughs> just put it up so I'm ready for a quick escape. I say, Betty, you have. Do you kill a lot of people? No. How many people would you say you kill per day? Hmm. And it. Uh, this is this is not a matter of judgment. Would it make you feel better if they were bad people? Uh, that's to be determined. I think the number really is the key, uh, the key matter mm. here. Well, this year not as many, but in right. my young Trending days, downward. yes, in my younger days, it's less killing, more intimidation. Mm. So, how many people may have died after I ordered them to be? 
beaten or set wild dogs upon them? I don't know. So, but technically, did I kill dogs? them? Probably no. So it's it's mostly handoff for you. Thomas, yeah. I don't know if this is an improvement. Oh, did you find my little stash back well, there? Well, we found some items yeah, of interest. a couple things. Betty's got a lot of enemies. So yeah. sometimes Betty's got to keep her... Understood. You know? Understood. And, yeah. And, you know, and obviously we all do. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good I to hope, know. I hope I haven't. I hope I haven't tarnished my uh, image. Well, in your eyes. I know. no, no, absolutely not, not at all. You know, uh, things were different when I was growing up. Absolutely, and, you know, women don't, people don't we're take all women serious. Children of our time so. well, until they choke them to death. Yeah. Um, but there is a moment between death and life where they come to understand mm-hmm. uh, her power. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, you may have an opportunity to apply this trade this evening, I suppose. Well, maybe. It's been a while. I'm not as strong as I used to be. I believe in you. Okay. Well, uh... Oh, and feel free to take any of that. If it looks appealing to you. I'm I'm a sharer. Tom, so. will, Tom will grab the tire iron. Tire iron? Yeah. Oh, that's correct. Like kind of like... Yeah. Test the weight. Feels yeah. good. Feels right. It's nicely balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always have... Uh, a twenty-two pistol, mm-hmm. which is yeah, you've got the holdout gun. Nominal, um, but also the um, the extendable blackjack is always present as well. But that's that's the extent mm-hmm. of his uh, tools. Very well. Yeah, exactly. And lock picks, things like that. But all oh, those are weapon, the common tools. Yeah, weapon wise, that's that's what yeah. I bring to bear. And Betty has her umbrella. I have my umbrella. Her brawly. Yeah. Bumper shoot. Ah! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Amanda, I. I don't know if you have any weapons. Uh, no. I mean, I uh, I think that I would have um, mace for sure. Mm-hmm. A spray, a spray mace in yeah, your spray mace, in your designer um, purse. In my designer purse. Yes. Um, nice. The bear mace. Yeah, the bear mace. I do like the idea that I, on the way while you guys are having that very intense conversation, I'm just like blasting Billie Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> you're the bad guy. Yeah, you're the bad guy. The mm-hmm. whole way there. Um, start with Barry. Maybe start with Barry, a friend, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. custom yeah, exactly. playlist. <laughs> but it's all Billie yeah. Eilish. Yes, it's all Billie uh, Eilish. I want to see a man. But you kind of frustrated because you can tell that nobody else is listening. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm just really like no, no, hyping no, myself up but, for this. But you know how it works in the scene, right? It's like you hit the button. It's like, what's the name of the playlist? Oh, man. Because uh, that's the key, right? Mm. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, maybe it's like, um, it's maybe it's my uh, ramp up to going on a date playlist where I'm like sort of like getting yeah. into it. So Getting jazzed, uh, getting energized, getting, yeah. getting pumped. Yeah, I... Uh, energized. Yeah. Uh, uh, energy. Energy. Yeah, maybe it's just energy. Yeah, and so then, but like... The way this scene works, like you hit play on that, and then it starts, and then like that's the only audio. Yeah. And then as the music is going, like as as music begins to rise, it, Tom is just lifting up different weapons. <laughs> but it's along to the Billie Eilish song. Yeah. I love this. I love it very much. I um, can picture that really easily. I it's like too. quick cuts between build, each yeah. lift. A scene. Like tire iron, robes, zip yeah. ties, yeah. plastic bags, fishing wire. Why would she have? Yeah. Okay. But I'm just like really into it. Uh, Betty yeah. had a colorful bath. <laughs> <laughs> she has a Betty colorful present some as shit. well. Yeah. yeah. So. The, uh, the Port of Tacoma. Fortunately, the location circled on that little map, the satellite image that Mr. Drew gave you. In the, in the folder. Mm-hmm, doesn't take you to the main entrance of the port. That might be a little difficult, even for this intrepid coterie to bluff its way through without Indeed. proper credentials. Instead, 
it directs you to one of the side waterways where vessels that have been either decommissioned or are awaiting repair service, and dry dock, dry dock. service yep. are moored. And that particular entrance is um, guarded only by a little wooden hut with a simple wooden gate that raises and lowers. And in oh, that hut, old school, old school stuff here. Mm -hmm. And in that hut is a uniformed night watchman who is uh, not paying any attention to what he's doing. The gate is down, but he's just reading a, a paperback novel. You can't really see the title of it from, from where you are. So do you drive up and talk to him, or do you maybe stop and get out and approach differently? Well, we got this trunk, so yeah. I say we dr drive up and talk to him. Okay. I used to know some port people back yeah, in my day. You I've did. done Hook some. In fact, see if I know this gentleman. Considering Remember, your we're, we're sitting in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. You have a colorful past, mm -hmm. as we mentioned, and. Um, the line of work that you are in, I think, would probably allow you, if not to know him, then certainly know what names to drop here. Right. Let's make a, you're searching your memory, you're trying to think of, when was the last time you had to do business? Yeah, with it's been a while. I'm kind of Palma. on the up and up now. Let's, there's an element of random I'm chance gonna here. I'm going to also have, um, I'm going to have one of these gentlemen text Amanda to like pull off and let us take care of it. Okay. Because yeah. she's ahead, so. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to hold back and yeah, wait? Like yeah, off maybe the side. pull off and then just change just, just yeah. change order. Right. Okay. You're trying to think on your feet. Uh, you need a fast answer. So let's make this roll wits and streetwise. You have a specialty in the black market, which will come into play. Here. Okay, cool. So that is a total of um, eight a dice. Lot. I was going to say, eight yeah, dice, but this one dude of which is, is a hunger. Yeah. He's paid six yeah. days from Sunday. I mean, I think a lot of. Yeah. Sketchy shit comes Super through this wood. That'd be my guess. Yeah. He looks up from his copy of uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> He's about a third of the way through. Mm -hmm. Song of Ice and Fire. Can I, can I help you? I'm going to base this off of, or base my or role play off of what I roll. Oh my God. Okay, oh, so. Wow. That's three successes. So three Four. successes. With this one, right? Because uh, that's no. a crit. Oh, that's uh, a crit. They only work in pairs. So you oh, have right, to have right, another right, fang. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a total of three successes. Pump. Mm -hmm. So what that recalls is uh, you got a three. So yeah. three pieces of information that are pertinent. One, the major black market players in the port of Tacoma uh, are the Comercos. Comercos? The Comerco family. They run smuggling operations in this little part of town. You've done business with them before. Not friends, not enemies, merely business associates. So that's the first important piece of information. Okay. Two, um, the Comercos have a rival, and that's the Diaz. Okay. They're constantly competing for control of the port. The third important piece of information is that um, uh, both the Comerco and the Diaz own people in the port. They own security people, they own longshoremen, they probably own mechanics, engineers, but you don't know which family owns this guy. Okay. Fourth piece of information would have been real good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because mm -hmm. then we would have known wow. which. Yeah. Yeah. Real tender. Hey, we're closed. Did she reroll? Oh well, I'm here on some special yeah, business. If you catch oh. my drift. Yeah. He looks at you and how you're dressed and the kids in the back seat. 
Are you using Mask of a Thousand Faces at this time? Oh, yeah. Anytime I'm seeing a person who... Okay, so you look like a nondescript individual who yeah. appears to be uh, someone who belongs where he is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Completely yeah, forgettable. Well, and, and not interacting with him in any way. Just looking out the window, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you're supposed to... Of course you're going to be. Yeah, you exactly. You have every right to I'm be with here. her. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Special business. Well, yes, I'm here to deal with a bit of a, or look into, I should say, a Diaz problem. Oh, yeah? Nice, very tasteful way to thread the needle. Are looking into a problem for them or looking into a problem they're causing? He uh, casually leans his uh, hand out of the window of his guard hut and Mm -hmm. cups his palm as though he expects you to place something in it. Put something in there, palm-shaped. An egg, a ball. Right. That's got to be the signal. I, not knowing what to do here, am just going to put a handful. Like, I always carry cash. Of course. So I'm just going to put, like, a ball, like, rolled up with a rubber band around it. (laughs) Like, from the the glove compartment, just, like, a very shady-looking amount of money. $5,000. And just drop it into his hand. That gate has never raised so fast yeah. for anybody ever. No, it's gone. It gone. evaporates. <laughs> the gate's actually gone forever. He also evaporates. He <laughs> leaves his little hut, and you can oh. see him running for a car parked mm-hmm. not too far away. Yeah, he 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 did not see whatever happened. He he, he has plausible deniability now. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not his fault. Whatever goes down, goes down. Okay, we don't know if he's trustworthy or who he might tell. I mean, I hope the money would buy his uh, discretion, but we can't be sure. So let's be fast about concealing the car somewhere and Mm -hmm. getting onto this boat. Mm -hmm. So you drive through the raised gate. The waterway consists of a wide, deep channel of water that leads out into Commencement Bay at the open end of it, farthest away from you. Uh, Cement causeway that you're driving on. There are cars parked here, mostly um, vehicles that might be used for repair, construction, salvage operations, uh, freight trucks, that sort of thing. Nothing like a passenger car, but certainly you could easily hide a passenger car behind these vehicles. Moored in the waterway are maybe a half a dozen old ships. Looks like a couple of old tugboats few freight ships, container ships, um, something that looks like it might have at one time actually been a nice yacht, but it's fallen into disrepair and it's got a bad list to one mm-hmm. side. The whole thing is lit in the sick orange glow of uh, sodium arc street lamps. I could see it already. And it's quiet and devoid of life. And of course, you don't count as life. No, no. So, so we're, we're, we're looking for those, those words uh, up very near the bow mm-hmm. or back of these vessels. Yeah. You can park your car and check it out on foot, or you can just drive along until you find it. No, we should park the car. Park we don't know car. if the, the rivals are here, the Anarchs. They yeah, we don't want to signal anything like that. All right. Uh, yeah, so we park it. I'm going to take that tire iron for sure. Yeah. Okay. And I'll help hold the, the crate. Mm-hmm. Okay, the crate, tire iron. Got your umbrella. Mm-hmm. Are you taking anything else from your stash? I have the coil of rope over my shoulder over just shoulder? in case. Always. You yeah. never know. Yeah. Always. Never know. You never know. Never know. Okay. I'm like also very nervous but trying to keep it together. 
because yeah. like you said, we're like the the parental unit. We so. have to yeah. make it. We have to give a good example. Yeah. So right. like cautious, but also yeah. kind of nervous. Exactly. So I've, I've grabbed the front of the box, the one handle on the box. Not the back. Yeah. Exactly. Other then, hand has entire iron. Exactly. Then we're good. Uh, blackjack, uh, not extended, but in the Still hand, concealed, um, ready to be extended, and do its dark work. And Amanda with her designer bag. And, yeah, I'm and still carrying my purse. Which but is you move awesome. it like from your one shoulder to like over both <laughs> shoulders. <laughs> just like, uh, or I, I get yeah. another strap and it like now goes to mm-hmm. my side, like util- more utility. And um, I would imagine that I had sneakers in my car, so I changed from hill heels to <laughs> sneakers because I'm like, I feel ridiculous. What kind of sneaker? Uh, oh, they're like still like Coach sneakers or something. Oh, they're, they're expensive. Too nice. Designer still. leather sneakers. Does Coach yeah. make shoes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Did not know uh, that. They don't make um, the Crocs, though. Yeah. That I know. Well, no but they should. They, they do make shoes, but it's just purses. You so just you, put your you feet buy in the bag. purses, <laughs> and then, you, and then you, you step into the purses, and then you hold the handles, and yeah. you, it's like um, uh, like a bucket-type stilt-type thing. Just, yeah. It's very really cool. expensive. Wow. Are you making any effort to conceal yourselves, your move to muffle your footfalls, to move along stealthily, to stay in the shadows, or are you just walking, strolling casually down the causeway as though you have every right to be here? I feel like Cloak of Shadows and Unseen Passage yeah. are well, both yeah. very robust tools. Mm-hmm. I think I was just walking normal, and then maybe I noticed everyone else trying to be sneaky, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So Cloak of Shadows we have to not move for that, works right? only if you don't move. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Unseen Passage, however. Yeah. Is the good is the um, upmarket version. Is definitely the upgrade up to the to the comfort plus level uh, from from Economy coach. Plus. <laughs> no, 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 and then what vanishes is that, right? business class. Yeah. And oh, I have that sure. also. Couldn't we have you go ahead yes. and kind of find the boat, see with if there's anyone ease. aboard it, and mm-hmm. then come back? With ease. Because we're not very back. sneaky. Okay. In the in the like in the shadow, like one of these like off docks or something like mm-hmm. that, uh, in the shade of one of these massive vessels. Yeah. Uh, I can walk out, I think, and more or less do all the surveillance yeah. myself. Because I'm like kind of sneaky, but I'm, I can't compete with a NOS in that department. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is in my wheelhouse. You will need to make a rouse check to employ that power. I Let's see it. if you're roused. Well, mm. <laughs> Rouse that blood. Just <laughs> Somebody had to have made that joke before a vampire. I, know, I, it I bet it's happened. I'm not sure I've ever heard He's of that. Like, no, <laughs> not once. So really? weird. No. Success. Yeah. All right. You do not get hungrier. The little voice that you hear sometimes in the back of your mind is silent. You are the master of your soul. It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. Well, this is, to be honest. I have some experience. This is not my first rodeo, as they say. As so, they say, uh, yeah, yeah. So if I want to, if I want to, uh, unseen passage, move around, find all the information mm-hmm. that we want, come back, deliver it to my friends. You are unseen. You are smooth. You are silk. You are water. You are. It feels good. I would say your shadow, but that's kind of Betty's job. Yeah, I was just gonna say. And <laughs> yeah. It's like we have to have that polarity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the practical upshot, though, is that you locate the comet. Uh, without any serious difficulty. Yes. It's the second ship that's moored, uh, second uh, away from the gate that you came through. It's a big, hulking, rusting, abandoned, ruined piece of garbage. It was once a a freight carrier. You think it might be from the 
era of the Second World War. Maybe. Well, wow, it's ancient. So it's not a modern container ship at all. Interesting. Um, but it's floating. It's not listing to one side. It doesn't look like it's about to sink anywhere. It's just old and sadly neglected. And so if he is like me, because I've been trying to figure out what's going on with this guy. Why is he so... If he's like me, I could hide forever in a ship like this and not be found. Mm-hmm. You could. One you ship. Could. It's, a, it's They're not easy to find things no. on. There's a lot of places to hide. Well, yeah. E- even if you weren't... Even if you couldn't become invisible, it would still be hard to find someone on a ship like this. Um, yeah, I am... Uh, I'm going to roll back mm-hmm. and uh, communicate with my fellows. And then while I've walked out okay. in this sneaky way, was I able to determine, is there another route perhaps? So there are several ways to approach the yeah. ship if you wanted to. There's, of course, a gangway, which is just a narrow wooden plank with cleats in it to keep you from falling off that yeah. um, ascends up to the ship. That's the obvious way up. There are two anchor chains, either of which could be climbed mm-hmm. with some difficulty. It would require some athleticism to uh, use the use them to either pull yourselves aboard or climb, or you could conceivably detach a smaller boat, maybe a rowboat or a or a skiff or something from the dock, row over to the ship and try to climb up the the sides. There are ladders, of course, built that in, extend over. So you have multiple avenues of hmm. of access here. Now, with the the capability that I've had to basically maneuver through this unnoticed, do I see this enemy faction? That's a good question. Prowling around? Because it seems like this would be... This is this is the most important thing. Now that I've seen the name... Mm-hmm. You know where you are. Right. You know what you're looking for. Now you're going to scan the vessel in the night looking for signs of people who mean you harm. That's right. This seems like an excellent place to pause our vampire story for now. 